episode number 153. What's your favorite generation? Welcome to The Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezza. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of The Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of The Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. What's up, dude? Oh, man. It's a... It's a heck of a nice day here in Studio South. What's going on with you and weather? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting ready to go get some beer. <laughs> oh, yeah? I don't know what that has to do with weather, but that's that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's 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 you know, it's, it's almost spring, so. It is it is that season for good beers. Good beers. What are you going to go get? KBS. It's KBS week here in Detroit. Kentucky Breakfast Stout, one of the one of the world class beers in the world produced is it, is it right Kentucky? here in Grand Rapids. Kentucky bourbon or breakfast? It's Kentucky breakfast stout. Uh, I always thought it was Kentucky bourbon stout. And uh, huh. so it's aged in a bourbon barrel. Yeah, that's that's why I thought that. Yeah, yeah. So for a year under the under the streets of Grand Rapids, and it's uh, a very highly acclaimed beer. Yeah, I mean, even people down here, uh, you know, look for it, covet it. Yeah. So now uh, every year they they issue. Well, you have to buy a ticket. In order to actually go down to the brewery and buy some of this stuff and not have to worry about finding out which store is getting it and, and getting one bottle of it because, they you know, they break up the four packs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that's what I'm doing. So you draft four pack or bomber. Bomber, yeah. Yeah, my, you know ticket, really my ticket gives me three four packs and one bomber. Really? Yep. That's pretty cool. I think I can go into the, the local beer and wine store. In Hendersonville, Tennessee, and just go buy, just buy it. Sometimes, I guess down here, it's not quite the way it is up there. So that I do have that advantage. That's but, cool. Well, good luck. I wish I I wish I liked bourbon, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's, I can appreciate this because I, I I hear it's just absolutely phenomenal. That chocolate, it's got chocolate uh, coffee flavor. Yeah, kind of that slight that slight bourbon taste, which I've grown to enjoy. Um, it didn't yeah. like it in the beginning. Yeah, I remember I've that when we never first been got a bourbon one. fan, ever. <laughs> it's an acquired taste, I guess. Yeah. Sometimes it takes others longer than, you know, so some take some longer than others, especially me because I, I can't, I can't stand it. All right, I guess we should talk about car stuff since we got done with the beer and well, what's the weather? What's the weather there in Detroit? Mm, is is it cold? Right no, it's about forty. Oh, that's not bad. That's not no. bad. You've been driving your car, your Camaro? No, I haven't taken it out yet. Yeah, because because uh, he might get swallowed up in a pothole. That's true. That's very bad. true. It, it's it's making news down here how bad they are. Oh yeah, it, this is the worst I've ever experienced in my entire life. I th- well, they were the worst in the country like five years ago. I don't know that's, how it could bad. get get worse, but it's embarrassing. Yep. So everybody who's driving in Michigan, be careful because you'll bust a tire or or a rim or whatever. Or, I've seen our good friend uh, Tom. He also went through, I think, three wheels and tires mm-hmm. in his car. Mm-hmm. Well, my friend Marianne, the oh, co-owner yep. of Full Throttle Speed, yep. she went through three tires, I think. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's, it's sad when you can't. It, it looks like a freaking war zone. It does. It really, really does. Man. You know what? Let's talk about Satan. <laughs> talk about Satan? <laughs> 
Yeah, and exercising the demons. Exercising the demons. How about that Hell. thousand horsepower exorcist? Yeah, we talked about this, what, last week or the week before? Oh, either one. That's making the news again, and this thing, this thing has proven to be a bad mofo. It's a bad, yeah. bad demon. I think they, Exerciser. Uh, they came out, I think we talked about this last week. We, they actually had the car built. Yeah. Now they're actually testing it. And they brought it to the quarter mile. Well, I think they have a, their own quarter mile track over there in I, Hennessy. I, I think they do, yeah. Nine, they, did, they did the top speed before. Right. Oh, that's right. That's what we talked about, the 200 and whatever mile an hour where they had that footage. Yeah, that was, uh, let's see here. Which, yeah, that was, a, that was a previous episode, 152. Yeah. yeah. 200 and how much was that? How yeah, fast are they going? I'm trying to see if it's in the article here. Oh, no, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. No, it wasn't 152. That's when they put the, Z, the their Escalade against a stock ZL11 LE. Oh, okay. Is it 51? Not too far away. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, uh, 151. 151. Okay. Where they did a top speed. So here we are, 153. <coughs> Excuse me. Quarter mile. This this thing's crazy. 957 at the quarter mile. At 147 miles an hour. <laughs> I, it's zero to sixty in two point one seconds. Yeah, baby. Yeah. This thing is crazy. Yeah. I wonder what the ZL ZR one is gonna do. Mm-hmm. Cause you know as soon as they get their hands on one, they're gonna have a convertible. Well, I mean, the base exorcist package costs fifty five thousand dollars on top of the already base price of a ZL one, which is around sixty two thousand dollars. Uh, if you have the 10 speed automatic, the required transmission build adds an extra 9,950 on top of that. And that's how you get those quarter mile times is with that automatic transmission. So all in all, you're going to pay about $130,000 for an exorcist. How much, how much for a top end ZR1 now? 155. (laughs) In a convertible. If you get the convertible, it's 155000 and change. Why are they even making a convertible ZR1? Oh, really? Funny you should mention, because on my other <laughs> podcast, BetCast, that was my argument. It doesn't even look right. I don't agree with that at all. The title of that episode is Chevrolet should not make the ZR1 in a convertible. That's... I don't think they should. It just it looks boy racer-ish. It, I don't know. I'm, I'm biased, though. It, it's a 212-mile-per-hour top-speed vehicle with no top. That doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't make me feel comfy. Well, without a roll cage, you ain't going to be able to run that at any track. Right, right. So what's the point? It's like, it's like putting a roll bar on, on a wheelchair. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it just, well, I shouldn't say that, but that's an old, that's an old George Carlin joke. But okay, back to this Hennessy. Okay, so $130,000, you get this Hennessy Exorcist built out to go 957, mm-hmm. mid nines. I'm sure that you could start getting closer to the mid to low nines on a super cold day for l- about the same price as what you could get for a loaded out Copo Camaro. Except the Exorcist, you can drive on the road. Yeah, the Copo you can't. Or you can go over to FCA and you can get a, a Dodge Demon with an 840 horsepower, nine second street legal uh, Challenger. Um, but. Yeah. The show's about yeah. Camaro, so we're, we're not... <laughs> yeah. If you're a Dodge boy, go to the Dodge I mean, if, if you got that kind of money, you know... Give me some. Go for it. You know, go for it. Obviously, you got more money than 
you know what to do with. And that's fine. That's Some what people I was do. Some people that's not do. the other podcast about anybody who wants to buy a ZR1 Corvette and make it a convertible. That's that's yeah. that's a show of force right there. Let me play just a little bit of this this video of the oh, Exorcist yeah. it here. Sounds, it sounds pretty darn good. It does. You know, I still go back to that video I made like eight years ago of me driving my supercharged 2010 Camaro Mm -hmm. doing a roll to 100, and I got all kinds of hate for it being an automatic. Mm -hmm. Huh. Mm -hmm. What do you know about that? Mm -hmm. Well, it looks like they're they're testing this car at the Lone Star Motorsports Park, so I'm guessing that's in Texas near them somewhere. Oh, yeah. Lone Star? Yeah, I I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they got to do it because it is a record set. They can't do it on their home. You know, they have to do yeah. it in an unbiased, you know, yeah. neutral track. Very cool. As always, uh, Hennessy always seems to put out some good videos. Um, and it looks like they got a good product behind it. I, If you have that kind of money and you, you want to take a gamble with trying to get this car with Hennessy, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think that, I don't think it's a problem anymore. No, I hope not. <laughs> No, I th- that was kind of a while ago, and I don't think the reputation ever ever left him. I'll never forget it. <laughs> well, it's hard. It's hard. To, it was with Vipers, right? Vipers, yeah. Yeah. From back in when we, you know. Oh gosh, we it was ninety eight. Fourth gen days. Nine. We actually had them as a sponsor for a short amount of time on the CamaroZ28.com website. Yeah. And they were fine. Many, many, many moons ago. Mm-hmm. Well, they put out good work then, and they still yeah. put out good work now. Okay, so I will link that article and video up in the show notes, and you guys can uh, can take a look at it yourself. Moving on, we thought we would um, use one of our, 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 I guess, listeners' suggestions who won uh, the contest last month, I think. Was it last month or January? Giving us a suggestion on what we should talk about. And today, we're going to talk about Camaro Generations. Yeah. What is your first, what is, what is your favorite? And I guess we'll just go through it. Yeah. Yeah. First through sixth. So <clears throat> I guess we start from the start. I guess we could. <laughs> first, first generation. Um, should we do like a pros and cons? Sure. Sure. Why not? Okay. And I'll, I'll right. give you my opinion. You give me your opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go. All right. So, um, sir, I'll, go, I'll, I'll, um, uh, 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 uh <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, okay. First generation pros, uh, classic, you know, timeless. Yes. Classic. Classic. Awesome at pro touring. Yeah. Huge pro touring and they look great. They look incredible. Um, they look, they look great stock. They look great modified cons. Unless you're driving a pro touring car, it's going to feel like you're driving somebody's couch with really bad springs. (laughs) Uh, yeah, um, I, I, I guess, yeah. Because didn't you drive drive one out in Las Vegas? Oh yes. Oh, dude, those those manual brakes. I, I didn't think I was going to be able to stop the car. I, I really yeah. didn't. You're like, what the hell? What the I hell? Don't... It's not working. 
the guy who's let oh. me drive it, Mike, he's like, yeah, yeah, just go ahead, keep pushing, keep, come on, keep pushing. I'm like, oh, wreck my freaking car, dude. <laughs> oh, and he hid that. I can't remember the name of the color. It was like it was like yellow. It wasn't butternut. It wasn't butternut. No, I got my book right here. Let me see what the dang colors were. I don't. I don't want to make this go on forever, but oh, it, yeah. it was like a yellow, a yellowish color. Um, I don't know if this is a con for me. They only produced three years for the for the first gen, 67, 68, and 69. I want to say that was that was kind of common, though, for those back then. Really? But, yeah. But then if you look at the second gen, look how long they produced the second gen for. How long did they produce that second gen, Chris? Well, 70 through what, 80? But that was also in a time of financial crunch to where they didn't have the money to retool. <laughs> Tool. <laughs> 81, yeah, that's 70 through 81. Cause 81, 80, yeah. Because 82 is when, you know, the third gen came out. Yep. So, all right, so your pros, what are, what are your pros of the first gen again? My pros is the car is is a timeless, badass-looking car. Yep. It was the first Camaro. It kind of, like, set the bar um, in the in the pony car wars. Love it. It's just, it's, it's classic. When I think, when I, when I think Camaro, I think first gen almost mm-hmm. immediately. Cons, like you said, again, it's like, it's, whew, yeah, it's not a, it's, it's, it doesn't stop. <laughs> I guess, unless you go and upgrade them all yourself and stuff like that. If you want to drive it as they were out of the showroom, Ooh, not a very good car to live with. I don't, I wouldn't think. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, if you're looking at it for a generation standpoint, they only produce three years of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Second gen. Pros and cons. <clears throat> no, I'm probably going to make a lot of people mad with this, but second right. gen is my least favorite generation of all the Camaros. And, and the reason being is, I just, I'm not a fan of that body style. I mean, I can appreciate it, you know, but it's just my least favorite body style. It's just like, um, I don't know, especially the early on, like the 74s, the 75s. Like when you get down towards like the 78, 79, I, I warm up a little bit more just because, you know, Smoking the Bandit kind of TA was very, very popular. The Camaro was the sister car of the, of the Firebird. Um, I just, I'm, I'm not a fan, not a fan of the second gen as much as of, of any generation. I would always put that last in, in all the, the lists. What about yeah, you? I, 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 I'm with you, but only partially the first couple years of the second gen. I like when it was a little bit shorter, the split bumper 72 Z 28 is just a great car. Um, I, I love when there, there's a, there's a right combination. I want to say it was 72 where it had the split bumper and the yep. spoiler on the back. Yep. Just a good looking car. But then when they started elongating it and making the front of it more slanted, I think it started taking away from, from the lines of the car. I want to say that was, was the like first year that they, yeah. 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 Kind of like that when they started doing that, then it was kind of, eh. and then when you didn't have the spoiler on the back, it looked like a frog butt. Like 75. And, yep. Like, yeah, it looked like a frog butt. That's what I used to call him when I'd see him when I was younger. It looks like a frog's butt. And then uh, I think that was the first generation where T-tops came around. T-tops. Yeah, which was a great staple back in the 70s, 80s. But, uh, and then the worst part, I think the worst con is that 
they were severely underpowered as they as they went on. They got very very slow. Iron Duke four cylinder. Yeah, you know. they had the the uh, 145 horsepower, the 105 horsepower, uh, 250 cubic inch motor. Even the 350 only had 145. Uh, the three then there was another 350 that had 155. That was the most you could get out of those 350s in 1975. That's just horrifyingly bad. Wow. I mean, I think my lawnmower has more power. I was four years old. <laughs> But, you know, it was probably one of the more powerful cars on the road at the time because of the gas crunch and all that. Yeah. Thank God we're not, we didn't have to go through that too much again. Thank God. <coughs> all right. Third gen. Third gen. This is where I actually started. This was kind of like, I'm an 80s kid. Yep. Me so too. The, the Camaro versus Mustang, you know, mm-hmm. this, this is where I really started paying attention to Camaro. Especially um, when uh, they came out with the IROC version of the Camaro. Yep. Everybody wanted an IROC Z, Z28. And it was just like, wow, it's just classic. It's just a, it's just a nice looking car. And to this day, I would love to own one. What about you? Oh, uh, well, you know, my dad had. Well, let's see. Uh, third gens, a groundbreaking design. Nothing like it on the road. In fact, um, oh, I meant to I meant to talk about this this video that somebody unearthed of a 1984 Camaro commercial where it's trying way too hard to say that we're going to drive Camaros in the in, you know 100 years from now in the future. Mm-hmm. It's just hilariously 80s. Yeah. And uh, you know what, Chris, I'll give it to you so you can link it up in the show notes. Okay. But uh, the styling was just out of this world. Um, it, it, they're 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 becoming the classic again, and they were low. They were you you rode low, you drove low. It was a very comfortable car to drive because I always liked having a steering wheel right in your lap, so you could you know do the studsy thing and drape your hand over the top of the <laughs> steering wheel while you drive. But uh, yeah. I learned how to drive a stick shift in a 1984-85. I forgot base Camaro. Did you? And yep, it was my stepdad's car and loved wow. it. It was it was it was going to be my car at one point, and then I was kind of a son of a bitch. And then he went and traded it in on a Corsica. <laughs> Sweet. What an ass. <laughs> Sweet. Ugly as hell car, man. It was a four door Beretta. Wow. I like Berettas, but not that. Anyway, um, so those are the, the pros are that um, they're they were cheap at well, they were super cheap at one point. Like you could do, and you could do anything with them. You can go crazy, but the cons are it carries that mullet, mullet, you know, trailer park. You know, you might as well put mag wheels and jack it up, and put louvers on the back, and louvers. You know, wear an ACDC shirt, and I'm have your open razor blade sunglasses on. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am. Give me yeah. a 1988, 87, 88, 89 Camaro, Z28 or an IROC Z. And um, I, w- I would be very, very happy. I would definitely rock oh, that yeah. out, man. Um, 92 Z28 is definitely yes. one of my favorite of the third gens. Absolutely. Um, just because, you know, I had that kind of like that little up-level spoiler on the back. Mm-hmm. You got a little bit more power with the Z28. Uh, 245 was, the I think, the highest produced horsepower Camaro of the third gen. Right. But here's the thing, that was, for, for the entire third-generation Camaro run, the Ford Mustang outperformed it. Oh, yeah. Up, up until 91, 92. Yeah. And then finally Chevrolet 
took down Ford. But that wasn't enough. No. That's when they got into the fourth gens. And this is where I started paying attention a lot because yep. uh, up until that point, I was driving an 87 Buick Grand National. And uh, I'd been driving my car every single day. It was my daily driver for four years. I had well over 100,000 miles on it. <laughs> and I was either A, looking at getting into something different, or B, rebuilding the motor and trying to drive this car as long as possible. I decided yeah. against that when the fourth generation Camaro came out because I, mm -hmm. I saw it and I was like, wow, that is cool. So I went to my dealership and I bought a 93 Z28 out of the showroom for $16,000. It is a stripper car. It had the, the crank windows, <laughs> no power door locks. Didn't you learn how to drive a stick leaving the dealership in that car? That was my 95 Z28. Oh, this was an automatic. Your 93 was an automatic? My 93 was an oh. automatic, yeah. <coughs> and, uh, well, actually, trying to leave the dealership, the car wouldn't shift out of first gear. In the automatic, yes. the 93. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> they're like, oh, hold on. let me. We need to take this back to the, the thing. They come back, they're like, yeah, it's going to need a new transmission. So we're going to try and either fix. I was like, no, where's my Grand National? I'm sorry, you've already signed the paperwork. It's ours already. So I said, well, you're putting a brand new transmission in that car. I mean, the car had like six miles on it. <laughs> I, I can't believe that got out of the factory that way. Six miles. So it took them two days. Well, they gave me a freaking Lumina rental car <laughs> i was like i just can you just give me my grand national back nope it's ours already it's like oh man so yeah i got a lumina and uh, drove that until they put the brand new transmission in it and yeah i only kept that car for like two years a-holes two years Total a -holes. because then at that point this is when i i started my camaro website on links Oh, yeah. And everybody was talking about the GU5 342 rear end in the in the in the car with the stick shift and um the six speed. And that was a 320. Was it I think it was 93 was a 323 with the six mm -hmm. speed and 342 didn't come out till 94. Right. And I knew so, I wanted a stick. So <laughs> So pros and cons of the of the Camaro, bad transmissions in the 93s. No no doubt. Um, Pros, again, groundbreaking design, unlike anything anybody had ever seen before. You know, LT1 power derived, brought from the Corvette. You know, it was um, it was just groundbreaking, man. It was. I think they, they, had, they, they had, had a grand a groundbreaking advertisement. I was going to say that from the country that brought you rock and roll. You know, I mean, just that whole vibe. I just remember was, remember the 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 um, I think it was Superfest. It was. Camaro, apple pie, and whatever else. Hot dogs, apple pies, and Camaros or something like that. Yeah. And uh, I just remember it was, that was, it was a good time. It was a, it was a really good time for Camaro. They were advertising it on TV. Remember the commercial with the little kid listening, look with his binoculars out the window and listening. Trying to identify the sounds. Yeah. yeah. Going by. It, it, was, it was great. It, it was great. But the, the cons, let's see the cons. OptiSpark. Uh <laughs> Good old um, OptiSpark. Let's see the the overhangs in the front and rear, the front table of, of that was your um your dashboard. 
Oh, yeah, that was. But you know, it's because the engine was halfway under it. the cowl, working on it. But you know what? Trying to change the spark plugs. The cars got so so popular that people we got they got around it. They, they just sold, they dealt with it. And they sold and a lot of them. That evolved into the LS1 versions, mm-hmm. which are still super popular at the track, yeah. man. So the cons, it died. It died there. It died. It died. It, it didn't get a chance to continue, but that's also a pro because that brought the force, you know. Hmm. Um, you know, after a seven year hiatus. <laughs> So yeah, they, they were great. They were they were they were great. But after a while, they became a joke. You know, you know they couldn't compete with. I got I got, the, I'm looking at my my wall right now. I got three posters framed, 2002 35th anniversary cars. I got the 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 325 horsepower Camaro SS, which was I think that was the 98 poster. And is then, it black? No, it's the the um, maroon one. Maroon. Try to remember the poster. Oh, it's like yeah. the front end and says. Yeah, what it, it say it's like there? it's kind of zoomed in, like going down a country road. When you're ready to get serious, yeah. Yeah, bitch. And then the here speeder speeder poster. Oh, those are rare with the cops. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, back to the pros. The one LEs, the B four Cs. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, the Camaro SS and what SLP did. I mean, it was it, it, the the fourth generation Camaro was one of the I don't I'm not gonna say best, but one of the greatest generations to own because it so much had happened in that generation. Yeah. It was always powerful. It was at at one point very affordable. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chris, like you said, sixteen thousand dollars out the showroom, right off the showroom, yeah, for a stripper Didn't, car. Did you buy your ninety five new or was mm-hmm. that used? I actually ordered my ninety five. Okay, and yeah, that was with you know power and windows, power locks, and the yeah. T-tops and all that. And what was the sticker price on that? Do you remember? That one was twenty-one seven. Oh, yep. I got wow. it. I got it with everything. I loaded yeah. it up. Peg two. I remember going through all peg. the options. Yeah, I got peg. Yeah, and let's see here. That was so. Two years later, it cost five thousand dollars more. Mm-hmm. But then again, like like I said, the sixteen thousand dollar Z twenty eight that I got, it was a stripper car. No T tops. Yeah. No yeah. power anything. It was, auto- it was the only thing was it was automatic. That was it. Yeah. Get, you got the white book up, right? Check yeah. and see if um the six speed in the ninety five cost extra. I think automatic no. was standard and six speed was optional. In ninety five? I, I think, think so. Was... <clears throat> Let's see. And I think it was like a nine hundred and ninety five dollar upgrade. Let's see. Does it say that? Maybe I'm thinking, I don't know. No. But that's, some, that's something else. The six-speed was like, holy cow, it's not a five-speed, it's a six-speed, it's so fast. Downside, while you're looking that up, CAGS. CAGS. Biggest question, <laughs> what is CAGS? How come I can't shift into second? Read the fact, read the fact, read the fact. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, nothing Nothing prompted more angry people screaming, read the fact. Yeah. Maybe I was just dreaming I that, Chris. I don't thing. see it. <clears throat> I do remember that they... I, I'm trying to remember if my memory is correct. That in the 93s, six-speeds were hard to get. or They didn't even come. They didn't even start making them until They're on later on. right? What's that? They were on constraint for a long time. Yeah. I remember that. Yep. 
I think it was something to do with um, Borg Warner. Yeah, being the supplier. Um, so, you know, what, the fourth gen is great. I'd still like to own another fourth gen, but we got to talk about the fifth gen because I'm sure we're getting close to running out of time yep. already. And we still have two generations to go. Yeah, fifth so, gen, so the rebirth. We lost, we lost Camaro for how many years? You know, seven, seven years. We were and, and and we were still doing this podcast. <laughs> we, seven, we almost almost eight. Yeah. So it went away in ninety in. in uh, uh, you messed up. Two thousand two. Right. It went away in 2002, and then in, what was it, 2006 is when the concept was unveiled in Detroit. And that's when we started the CamaroZ28.com podcast. We started before that. Did we? Yeah, because we were talking before about... Before 2006? Mm-hmm. Well, we were, mm-hmm. we, we, we were talking about before the auto show, definitely before the auto show. Oh, yeah, before the official unveiling. It might have been, the year might have been 2006 is when we started. And then um, 2009 is when the car actually came out as a 2010 model year. And it was revolutionary. It was what everybody thought and more. It was crazy. The, the hype, everything. I, I remember me and you on the day we could order it, going into the dealership, placing an order. I was I was so excited. I still got those pictures. I, the pictures I signing, took of signing yes, papers? signing the paperwork for my 2010 September Camaro. 6, 2005 is the first podcast. 2005. Yeah, yes. so it was September, November, or October, November, January. So like th- four months before the car was unveiled. Yeah. And just, and just you know, just real quick. Podcast yeah. number one, first podcast. Podcast number two, past cars, message board tips, and more. Podcast number three, listener email, Skype, iTunes. <laughs> podcast four, <clears throat> Macho Madness running wild. Macho Madness. When did we start talking about... Uh, Camaros? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's see. Live from SEMA. SEMA recap and bumper nuts. Seen anything weird lately? Listener email. More weird things on cars. Video contest. Server migration. Chris on vacation. Jason fills in. I got to listen to Here we go. <laughs> December 16th, 2005. Camaro concept, image leak, and contest winners. So that's when it started happening. Unprecedented author- unauthorized release of the 2009. At least that's what we thought. Yeah. Camaro pictures on the net. For all the talk about this, check out the new 5th Gen Forum on the message board. Uh, boy, that was cool. I'll have to listen to some of those old ones because they were really terrible. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, 5th Gen, you know, it came back. But then it started getting long in the tooth, I think. The 5th Gen? Yeah. I think it... Well, they did a mid-cycle refresh in 2014. Which uh, that's when they brought people... the Z, And that's when they brought the Z28 back, too. That's true. That's true. And then... They changed the taillights, which people had a hard time with. Mm-hmm. I still think I like the the early ones, taillights better. I don't know. Um, I like them both. But then, the, the, the so the pros were, you know, it came back and it made the world jump. Yeah. The cons, which have, have followed it for many, many years. It's a flat pig. Flat pig. It costs, it's expensive. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, by, I'm not saying I agree or disagree with that. It's, it's individual. Yeah. You know. It's relative, but uh, it wasn't as expensive though. Like, I think we we talked about this many times. When I bought my 2002 Camaro, mm-hmm. it was about twenty nine thousand. When I bought my 2010 Camaro, was it thirty thirty four thousand? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't incredibly expensive. <clears throat> yeah, it, 
Yeah, it, it, people people thought it was expensive, and I yeah. think they were thinking back to the days when it was thirteen thousand, sixteen thousand. Yeah. We had to, we had to. Oh, I mean, we went through all the you know the technology and everything compared to like this state of the art Bluetooth. I mean, it's got all this stuff in it. Uh, cool compared to what it, what it was. It's like only four thousand more. It's like yeah, not bad. Not well, bad. I remember I remember when the what the ninety. 98? I should know this. Ninety-eight? No, wait. When when this this the fifth generation the C five Corvette come out? Ninety? Ninety-five? No, no, no. It couldn't have been. I think it was, wasn't it? No, 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 no. I know this. I'm almost positive it's ninety-eight. No, wait, no. It. Ninety. C five. Ninety-seven. Yeah. Ninety-seven. Because that's when it came out with the LS one, and then the Camaro got it the year later. Okay. So going from the yeah from the ninety-six Corvette to the ninety-seven Corvette. I think it was less than a thousand dollars difference. Hmm. It was uh, so I felt kind of bad for anybody that bought a C4 late in that year, and then like a week later they're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, down, downs, down, other downsides. Uh, no T tops. People didn't get it. <laughs> I wouldn't call that a downside. Well, I would because the popular perception was the Camaro without a T top and it's a flat rig too, <laughs> and it cost a bunch of money. I'll never buy one. I'll never buy one. Next thing you know, you see him driving one around. Great cars, but great, great cars. But now the sixth gen. Well, I mean, Chevrolet learned from from the fifth generation, and uh, they produced a leaner, meaner muscle machine. They moved the car, um, being produced in Oshawa, Ontario, Canada, and back to you know the Motor City, and and I think that allowed them to do some things uh, using that flex pant flex flex plant oh, where they're producing the Cadillacs to uh, produce a car that was just, just world-class. Mm-hmm. They keep stepping it up. And that, that's why I keep saying, what can, what more can they do? I mean, oh. really, what more can you do? And, and they just keep proving that they can do more. I think the only, I, I don't know. Can they, can they step back from what they've done? That's what I want to know. It's like, to you know, everybody keeps complaining the car's too expensive. It's not selling. It's not it's too because it's too expensive. Well, if they step it back, do they have to step back the performance too? And are well, people are, are people <clears throat> willing to accept willing to accept a car? You know, it's you know, it's yeah, it's 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 a good car, but you know, we had to we had to dial something back here for a little bit. You know, to to give you a little bit cheaper car. I don't know. It's never going to work. It's never going to work? Never going to work. Hmm. Nope. Because it'd be the same thing as the fifth gen. They wanted more performance for less money. And and they're going to want it again. I mean, remember they wanted... I, they, some people would actually say they wanted factory option slicks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because the whole world drag races every Camaro that's ever been made. Yeah. So the, the, the problem is is that it was it was... Because it was new, everybody thought that it was an open thing to get exactly what they want, and uh, yeah, it's not possible. Production, you, you sit. I, I I defy anybody to sit in a uh, <clears throat> in a production meeting about the Camaro and uh, and follow all the things that it takes to make a car. Yeah. It, but people didn't get that, and they didn't care about that. They just wanted it their way, and they didn't get it, and then they said, it's a fat pig, it's too expensive, and I can't have it the way I want it, so I'm never going to buy one. I'm going to buy a Mustang. Well, kind of funny, because not too many people thought the same, and they sold a crud ton yeah, yeah. of new Camaros. Yeah, the fifth generation uh, definitely outsold the Mustang every single year. Every mm-hmm. single year. Yep. Sixth gen, can't say the same. 
No. So no. I think that's the downside of the sixth gen. It's, it's sales weren't momentum wasn't happening, but then maybe they don't care. Yeah. Hmm. I'm, you know, okay, Chris. Yeah. Best generation. What is the best generation? Period. For you. I'm 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 torn on this because the current car I own is definitely hands down the best Camaro I've ever owned. Like driven, performance wise, every even better than my ZL1, my fifth gen ZL1. Mm-hmm. But I got a really really soft spot in my heart for the fourth gen because that's what got me in the like really got me like really looking at Camaro again. So like I I'm I'm gonna have to say fourth generation. Quite frankly, I'm surprised. Kind of. Maybe not. <laughs> I'm not ambiguous, am I? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. So maybe maybe I'll rank it four, six, five, one. No, wait. Four, <laughs> four, six, five, three, one, two. Let me, let me get this on a keyboard here. Four, <laughs> six, five, three, one, two. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Mine. Man, that's tough. I know. It's really tough. Let me so let's see. I, I would say six five four three one two. <laughs> so you're gonna you're just gonna go right backwards. Except for the the the, the second generation. Put that sucker last. <laughs> Sixth generation just because it's it's the best. I mean the ZL one, the ZL one one LE, the performance. I don't know though, man. The the fifth is the fifth wants to creep up on me i know i know what you mean and then the fourth generation just because yeah because like those top three like for me four six five i could i could i could come up with an argument to make any of those number one Mm -hmm. yes like number one for fourth gen number one for six for sixth generation number one for fifth generation it's it's so close that it'd be like a 1a 1b 1c for me yeah right on but okay so if you're gonna have any Camaro ever made doesn't matter. Price, no object. From from the from the uh, the GMMG fourth gens to the ZL11 LE to the the Copo Camaro. Throw that in there. The Z the fifth gen Z28, the first gen RSS SSS. You know, red with side pipes or whatever the the prize categories were at Superfest. What would you pick? What would you get? I would probably have to go with the sixth generation ZL1. I think I'd have to go with the sixth generation ZL1 as well. The best, I, hands down, for performance, technology, safety, and looks. Yeah, um, I'd I, have to go with the same. If it, if I'm if I'm going to stick with my four fourth gen, mm-hmm. I'm going to have okay. to say it would be a um, a GMMG ZL1, the stage three, mm-hmm. stage three ZL1 from uh, GMMG. You know, I, I might, I'd, I'd probably say the same thing, but I get one of those Dickie Harrell wide body cars. Mm, mm. Those things were cool. GMMG yeah. put out some incredible, incredible, incredible work. cars. Yes, it's, yep. they're they're listed in the um, in the white book here too. Yep, yep. Third gen, we already told what what it would be. Yeah, the ninety two Z twenty eight. Yeah, hands down, hands down. Mm-hmm. Second gen, you probably don't even care. I, <laughs> uh, how about a split bumper? Yep. 71 car. Yeah. Yeah. One of the split bumper cars. Yeah. Yeah. In, in metallic P green or something like that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. First gen. First gen has got to be one of the, 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 the hidden headlight. Um, yeah. 
cars. And, and yep. when, did, when did that come out? Was that 68? 68, I want to say, yeah. You know, I'm looking yeah, at my like white book. It's like, yeah. it's like a foot out of my arm's reach, and yeah. I'm just not feeling like reaching it since you got yours. Yeah, I want a 68. Yep. With yep. the uh, RS, with the stripes. Yes, with the RS, SS package. Convertible. Yes, totally. Convertible. Yes. And and I would totally, totally pro tour that thing out. Yeah, that would be that would be badass. Yep. Definitely badass. Well, that's uh we've done a lot of talking here about we have. our we, generations. We've gone almost forty five minutes now. It's all right. It's always the episodes where we don't have too much news to talk about that, that go along, and I think yeah. these are some of our best episodes. And, and the reason why, one of the reasons why we did this is one, well, we needed this uh, because we gave a prize away. Someone wanted us to do this episode, yep. and, and we agreed. Second of all, we didn't have any freaking voicemails this week, people. But third of all, it's been a while since we just talked about cars, we just, and we didn't report just news. We right. talked. We did. We did garage talk. I mean, we might as well be sitting in a garage with a beer in our hands, or propel, which I'll yeah, be doing yeah, probably exactly, later on. Yeah. So, you know, we've got this voicemail hotline set up, yes. and we know you, and you know that we want to hear your thoughts, and we we've do. probably given everybody a tremendous amount of thought. So please hit our numbers. Did Did you give out the number, Chris? I didn't, but I can just hit this button. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. That means do it now. But here's the thing. We talked a lot, but we, you know, we don't want to have... You know, we, we, we want to let you talk, but keep it under two minutes if you can. Yeah, you Tell know us what, where you... Well, you know what I want to know? I want to know what your guys' is ranking... Yep. Of the generations of cars. Do yours mm-hmm. align with us? Are you more of a first-gen person? Do you not care as much like we do about the second gen? And that's not a, that's not a dig on, on the second gen. No, it's no. personal preference. That's right. Um, let us know. We, we just played that yeah. contact us bumper. Yeah. It should be cool. It should be cool yeah. to hear how people agree and disagree with us. Can't wait to hear. Can't wait to hear. Try not to be a jerk about it. All right. I got to get out of here. I got to go to Founders. <laughs> All right, go get your beer. (laughs) Everybody have a safe and wonderful rest of your weekend or rest of your week whenever you listen to this episode. And be sure to tune in next week because you know why? I don't know. (laughs) Because we'll be here with another episode. (laughs) We're always here. We're always here. Until then, we'll see you. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya.